his uncle Walter, but everyone called him by the nickname given him by his father in infancy. He was as handsome and intellectually gifted as his father, idealistic, kind, and courageous. A little too courageous, perhaps. He'd been one of the most infuriating children I have ever had the misfortune to encounter, and his reckless disregard for danger, when he believed the cause he supported to be morally right, was one trait that I had been unable to eradicate. The most terrifying of his adventures had occurred during the winter of 1914-15, when he had taken on a secret assignment for the war office. He and his best friend, David, had completed their mission successfully, but both had been seriously injured, and Ramsay's true identity had been exposed to agents of the Central Powers. I had hoped his marriage would sober him, but although he was as passionately attached to his beautiful wife as Emerson was to my humble self, Nefret had not been the calming influence for which I had hoped. She would have thrown herself in front of a charging lion if Ramses were its destined prey. But what I wanted was someone who would prevent him from provoking lions in the first place. Nefret had been our ward, dear as a daughter, before she married our son. As a firm believer in the equality of the female gender, I could only approve the determination with which she had achieved against considerable odds her goal of qualifying as a surgeon. As a person of high moral principles, I could only commend her for spending part of her large fortune in establishing in Cairo a hospital for women that served even the lowest and most despised members of that sex. If only she would consent to settle down, devote her ardent energies to medicine and to archaeology and to Ramses, and perhaps... The boat gave a great lurch, and I dropped the earring I was endeavouring to insert. With a muttered curse it, I lowered myself to hands and knees and began feeling about on the floor, without, I hardly need say, losing the track of my mental musing. Honesty compels me to admit that the propensity of my son and daughter to become engaged with individuals who desired to wreak grave bodily harm upon them was not entirely their fault. Emerson and I tended to attract such individuals, too. Over the years, we had dealt effectively, I hardly need add, with murderers, forgers, tomb robbers, and criminals of various sorts. Several of them had been related to us. As I crawled under the dressing table in pursuit of the elusive earring, I remembered something Emerson had said about my side of the family, to the effect that not one of them had any redeeming qualities whatever. This was rude, but undeniably correct. One of my nephews had been, I am happy to employ the past tense, a thoroughly repellent human being. Senia, his little daughter, by a Cairo prostitute, who had been callously abandoned by her father, was now part of our family. The boat bounced again, and the top of my head came into painful contact with the underside of the dressing table. Since I was alone, with no one to overhear, I permitted myself a few expletives. I do not approve of bad language, but everybody else in the family employs it freely. It is Emerson's fault. He cannot or will not restrain himself, and, of course, the children emulate him. 
There are times when Nefret's language... Oh, the cursed hearing continued to elude me, but I endeavoured, as is my habit, to look on the bright side. Emerson's kin were exemplary human beings, his brother Walter, a true scholar and gentleman, Walter's wife, my close friend Evelyn, and their fine brood of children, in which category I must include the husband of their daughter, Leah. David, a talented artist and trained Egyptologist, and Ramsay's best friend, was the grandson of our dear departed Rice Abdullah. We had missed him terribly the year before, in both his professional and personal capacities. However, there was Emerson's other brother. The door burst open, and Emerson staggered in. Observing my position, he let out a bellow of alarm, seized me round the waist, and lifted me to my feet.